Hi and welcome. I am your host, Ryan Keyes, and tonight, today, tomorrow, whenever you're watching this, we are diving into something called Project Looking Glass, and I'm going to give a reaction on it. I'm going to go into it. If you have not heard of it, I would say please um, take this with a grain of salt. We're on a path of self-discovery, as it would seem. A lot of things have been happening in the world. There's a lot of questions we all have. And we're going to jump into this right now. And we're going to really kind of take a peek. I'm going to give you a, a preview, a preliminary of what Project Looking Glass is before I come on the scene. So here we go, guys. Let's scour the internet seeking text to censor or target. These systems are far less advanced when it comes to analyzing voice data, particularly computer-generated voices, as used by our videos. Instead, we will create various temporary upload points where the text can be safely copied by others and placed elsewhere, such as on websites or forums. Please see our description to find these. We also have provisions in place so that our uploads will continue all the way to the year 2029 without interruption. We are a moderately sized group of individuals located around the world who have sworn an oath to act as guardians and do all in our power to ensure our purpose is fulfilled. We collectively hold years of training in military and intelligence operations, and we are confident for the that chair. no matter how we are attacked, we will prevail. Despite our preparation efforts, we were shown via the Looking Glass future data that we will need new people to help us who will call themselves guardians too. Over time, some of you will be chosen to join us and gain access to our classified data files so you can carry on the project if something happens to us. We hope the explanations above answer some questions. We will now move on to discuss the history of the Looking Glass artifact and some of the timeline challenges we face. The Looking Glass timeline data was first discovered and researched in the 1980s and 1990s. The artifact itself is Sumerian in nature, but not believed to be originally from that civilization. It activates, or is functional, when placed in certain geographic points where known multidimensional portals exist. The portals themselves are sometimes above ground, a few feet, a few hundred feet, even a few thousand feet, while others are below ground, or at ground level. They vary in intensity, from a certain point, losing intensity usually 10 to 15 feet from the center point in any direction. There are a few of these points in Iraq, but they are also all over the world. Once placed in one of these locations, the device begins to operate and produces images viewable to the human eye through a plasma cloud, which can appear. Okay, so I'm going to pause it here. Um, I'm going to show you um, what that plasma cloud, that machine looks like. Um, let me see if I can pull that up here. So hang tight. I'm trying to uh, get this source so you guys can see what it looks like. Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it, actually. I will improvise right now with one of the things that I have found. I, I can't say um, that it is exactly the image but it is very similar. And I'm gonna show you this right now. 
There you go. So that is the plasma um, looking glass, at least a rendition of it. Um, this is ancient, but not ancient. It could be Atlantean. We don't know. Um, let me just say one thing about Atlantis. And I know that everybody likes to, likes to theorize and celebrate and talk about all the great things that happened. But if you have any memories of Atlantis that are true, um, I know I do. I've had two near-death experiences. doesn't make me a master of any sort, but I've had those. And I can tell you right now that um, Atlantis was not and did not end well. It was, uh, there was not peace. Um, it went through the same thing we're going through now. Uh, and we'll talk about that as we go through with this Project Looking Glass. But this is uh, the machine, as you can see. And now we're going to move back into the project, so you can go with this. They're holographic in nature, but is best viewed from certain positions. When first activated, those viewing the images immediately found them to be recognizable as future events, showing familiar scenes, television programs, and so on, but clearly from future dates. The scenes would start from the current date viewed, for example, 1985, and proceed up until 2030. Then it would repeat, showing a new series of events, but all from the same apparent timeline. Scientists discovered it would repeat exactly 144 times, then return to its original data stream, and then repeat again, 144 times. Each cycle showed the same timeline, but from different perspectives, revealing new unseen data points. The entire collection of 144 data streams up to the year 2030 amounted to what would be Take the equivalent of, that number. of thousands of terabytes of information. Each data stream took seven days to complete and 1,008 days to complete the full cycle, or about 2.76 years. Over the course of many years, these data streams were filmed, documented and categorized to the point computers could be used to look up any data point for any future event and analyze it. When officials tried to change events or tried to alter the timeline, they were not able to do so, as the timeline had already accounted for every attempt to alter it. Now, let me interject here as we're going forward. Um, CERN is one of the systems that is part of this. Whether they made it on purpose or it just has, happens to be a coincidence, I don't believe in coincidences. Dolores Cannon actually even talked about CERN. I've seen CERN, uh, CERN with um, my higher self uh, version, the um, Ap uh, Aponian uh, or the uh, Alpha Centauri self that I've been contacted by when, and not physically contacted. It's um, clear audience and uh, don't talk about it very often because I am a medical clinical uh, professional and I have um, psychological background. So, you know, for me, that was kind of a stretch, but the information I received from that source and through ayahuasca is completely in alignment with this. And that's why I'm sharing this today. We're going to go forward with this, but take note as to that they are playing with the timeline. That is why the time we're experiencing now feels really, really unusual. That's why everything seems upside down. That's why it's kind of like feels like the purge right now. Let's go forward. Timeline was a reflection of each official's attempt to make alterations so that the outcome always reflected these attempts. Eventually officials stopped trying to alter it early on because they came to see the final negative outcome as advantageous for them. They realized there was no need for them to try to alter it or change it, as its trajectory already favored their agenda. Since its point of discovery, every future event foreseen by the Looking Glass artifact came true. There has been no failure of the data reported. 
This led officials to conclude the data was of extremely high confidence, of a rate of 99.9% .9 accuracy or higher. It appeared one timeline existed and concluded in the year 2030. No further data was shown after October 10 or 11, 2030, after this point the data stopped. No other timeline was visible, except at certain points shown in the years 2012, 2016 and 2022. It was during these three years that another timeline branched off. Only during these years did this timeline begin to appear. This new timeline also showed a singularity occurred in the year 2030, during a cosmic event, also foreseen in the negative timeline. Except, this cosmic event had a very positive outcome, because the power structure in place was not able to engage in its destructive activities, which would lead to the cosmic event causing extreme destruction of human beings. Research concluded that those in possession of the looking glass data could change future events in each of the years 2012, 2016 and 2022, if they released information to the public on certain, specific dates in each of those years. The US government and other entities involved were not only shocked by this, they appeared to treat the information as a threat, as they preferred the projected negative timeline to occur without interference. Our group watched as the years 2012 and 2016 passed without any intervention by officials. It became clear the US government and other governments involved would do nothing to stop the horrifying events to come and do nothing to help steer the timeline to the more positive outcome. Okay, so now you've got a premise, you've got the basis. I know we're nine minutes in. This is going to be a little bit longer video, so just stay with me on this because it's very important that in my heart, my soul, I know what I've seen, I know what I've witnessed, I know what I've researched, and everything about this, whether it's misinformation or not, it may be, but with everything comes a grain of truth. So even Q came a grain of truth, but I think that was a psyop. Do I think this is a psyop? It's possible. Do I think this is something that we need to be concerned with? Definitely, either way. Um, because predictive programming would say, if this is a psyop, they're still selling it to us because they have to, because um, they have to sh show us their intention. So it goes into a lot of different outcomes. I'm going to speed this up a little bit. Let's see. Um, All right. The outcome is inevitable. Our task is to prevent each of these events, one by one. The task at hand is extremely daunting. We ran calculations and probability tests, which revealed the chances of preventing the negative timeline were low. If action was taken in 2012, the probability of preventing it was 24.8%. If action was taken in 2016, the probability of preventing it was 12.5%. If action was taken in the final year of possible intervention, the year 2022, the probability of preventing the negative outcome dropped to 4.3%. Okay, we only have got a 4.3% chance. chance of preventing the negative timeline, because over 70 events must be prevented, and we are now in the final year in which this is possible. Not only that, each of you must take enough action to spread our videos and reach as many people as possible. We must also avoid censorship, and the because we were also able to see the positive outcome in 2030 fade away as we work to change over 70 of these negative events to come. Each time we succeed in preventing a negative event, the probability and likelihood of our overall success goes up, and those working to ensure the negative outcome also face more challenges and their position is weakened. We were shown that if we are successful in preventing over 50 of these events, that by 2027 the probability of our success reaches 79%. 
those who wish for the negative outcome are aware of this and have countless strategic maneuvers in place Agenda 2030 in their favor. The positive outcome, as it was shown, results in the total and complete destruction of the current power structure. Those in power saw their future in the positive timeline and they were terrified of it. They would end up mostly homeless, without money or power. All of it is stripped away. Once the positive timeline completes and the cosmic event occurs, humanity by the year 2030 has almost entirely reversed course. We could see that the economy had completely changed as individual habits changed, as the positive outcome became more likely. Keep in mind. Fast food companies went out of business, as did Walmart, Apple. Ne okay, so we're going to go into, so I want to do something. I want to bring, I want to bring back some reality right now. So um, you can listen to this entire thing for yourself. And I believe it's very important. I think that what we're experiencing here is definitely a shift in the timeline. It uses key dates, 2020, uh, 2012, 2016, and I believe, uh, or no, was it 2018? And then 2022. Now, one of the things that they have just now touched on that I don't know that they've touched on it completely, um, that I saw in my situation was CERN. Um, CERN fired on uh, December 21st, 2012, and that's when a lot of this started to happen. And each time uh, they use different, different um, place markers. It's like it's like a, it's literally like a TV show. So if you think about, let's take uh, what happened with Will Smith, or let's take Kobe Bryant, or let's take something like that. Um, let's think completely crazy that uh, just a butterfly effect. You've heard that term. Uh, the slap heard around the world can shift the trajectory of the of what's being broadcast in the media or in social media, or it, it can shift the racial culture. It can shift all kinds of things. So what we're witnessing is uh, very subtle moves. In this subtlety that is shifting the timeline back and forth, I feel like it's very important that we take note of that. Take note of the fact that small things make big impacts and big changes, even in your life, right? When you when you get to that um, that uh, that F yes moment when you're not like halfway on the fence, you make a subtle shift and you make a change. Um, if you were to just walk 10,000 steps a day, you make a subtle change. So the, the changes that we have at our fingertips to reform the future, they're abundant right now. And we can do a lot of things. We can do energetically, we can do uh, transformatively through physical practices, emotional and spirituality, just to say what we have access to, um, our five senses we have access to. So in order to shift the timeline, we have to not think about um, why we're shifting the timeline in a way. Because fear is, is a, a foe that we have a hard time beating because it triggers this instinct within us and it pulls us back into past, pulls us back into the quantifiable events and um, different um, ad adversarial outcomes that we tend to shield our potential, our, our, our positivity. So don't look at the risk. All right. So when I was kidding, when I said, uh, so you're saying we got a chance, 4% chance. All right. Well, we got a chance. We have a hundred percent chance guys. So, and how do I know this? Because I've, I've seen it in near death and in ayahuasca. I've seen Atlantis. I know what would happen, what, what generally happened there. 
I've uh, seen a lot of different timelines that are on the move right now, as many of you have. It doesn't make me special. It's just, you know, I'm learning to access my gifts. Now, there are uh, indicators. Okay, let's take Atlantis for an instance. Atlantis, a lot of people really want to celebrate Atlantis and paint Atlantis like this beautiful, wild, crazy time. And it was. It was a lot like Burning Man with um, advanced crystalline technology. However, um, it didn't work. Um, I think it's important that we take note of that. Let's don't idolize anything that wasn't working. Let's don't idolize our injuries. Let's don't idolize our, our levels of victimization. Let's don't idolize those people that victimize us. Let's don't idolize people that promote victimization. Let's don't idolize anything that is out of alignment with human life. Let's don't idolize um, labeling humanity as this dastardly cancerous society that's destroying the earth. Let's don't label us as, uh, let's think out of the box. Let's start to be kind to ourselves. Let's start to be very energetic and energized. Let's start energizing everything, including our dialogue. When we live as if, we will be so much better off. Now, Atlantis was, their destruction, what was it caused by? Um, were they hybridizing humans and animals? Yeah. Were they creating giants and all kinds of crazy, crazy junk? Yes. That's not what did them in. Greed did them in. Greed, um, the need to be God, um, this whole God and goddess thing is a lot like that. Um, the uh, over, the over um, active ego. And whenever we need to be God or we need to crown ourselves or we need to like feel like special, what we're seeking is attention. We're seeking acknowledgement from some outside source. And that really comes from the idea that we feel, we feel separate. We feel, out, we feel alienated. We are the alien at that point. So this Project uh, Looking Glass, it is dealing with time and space, but... Um, Time and space has to do a lot with emotion, has a lot to do with your energy, right? That's why we create an energetic field. That's why we create an emotional field. So learn to feed your children um, physical, emotional, intelligent, or physical, emotional, uh, intellect, and spirit, right? Learn to feed your four children. Feed them equally. Give them love and light and don't have a favorite. Feed them equally, right? Raise your children, raise your emotions, your mind, your, you know, your intelligence, your spirit, your, your, your soul, um, raise the physical body, Ra add, um, anything you can to nurture them, any knowledge, any, um, knowing, any love, hug yourself, be there. This is going to be an interesting thing because Atlantis actually wasn't destroyed because of the actions that happened. It was destroyed, um, because of the emotions that took place, the feelings that went out of control, the um, fuming and the idea that we could do more and be God, um, the idea that um, we could merge with a machine, never a good idea. Um, we're seeing that now, we're witnessing it now. Now, here's the, the take that I wanted to go into. So if Atlantis wasn't destroyed because they were hybridizing people and animals, Atlantis wasn't destroyed because they were playing around with atomic technology, was it? Well, I mean, indirectly, yes. But why were they doing these things? They were doing these things because they were bored and they believed themselves to be better than their circumstances or to, go, to they wanted to grow bigger. And they didn't realize that as we are right now, um, we are literally um, meagerly minded playing with technology of the gods. 
And it's like giving a child a gun. So that's what happened in Atlantis, even though they seem to be, you know, this idyllic society. Plato had talked about certain things. Obviously, Plato was regurgitating information that was passed down. Um, My information didn't come from that, but it came from ayahuasca. And what I would like to say about Project Looking Glass, um, it goes on to talk about the vax. It goes on to talk about the intentions. It goes on to talk about what's going to happen in 2030. And then it lays out why there's Event 201, why there's Agenda 2030, and what all these actually really mean, and why there's this balls-out push to um, make us subservient, make us super dependent, make us um, um, subordinate and subjected to shots and everything else, why that is there at all costs. So there's a couple ways that plays out. They're all playing out equally right now. So there's multiple timelines. You can see those in the future if you close your eyes and you really investigate. Um, But I believe we don't have to to dwell on that. I would like to to offer up um, what I've seen through uh, my encounter with uh, this uh, being that I, I term as Dorian, the door to Ryan, because it's actually 6,000 years in the future on Alpha Centauri. And I know it makes me sound like a kook, but hey, what do you do? I got to share it because that's what I promised I would do. And you take it with a grain of salt, but there's a lot of things that point to this. So 2030, um, going back to the garden, what is the garden? It's an atomic event. Atom, an atomic event. Um, I don't know if it happens exactly in 2030 or not. The timelines with the Looking Glass Project, if they are accurate or if these people are being honest, um, even if they're only being partially honest, would confirm that. The Deagle Report confirms uh, high levels of population shift and other things by 2025, which would uh, leave us... Um, questioning certain things. If you haven't checked that out, look and do that research, the Deagle Report from 2015 to 2017. Um, again, I'm not promoting conspiracies, but this is this just caught my attention, and I saw um, the Inspire channel talk about it, and I felt like, you know, I want to bring this to bear because of what I was shown last year, or in 2020, from this um, alternate uh, source. Um, my non-physical friend, as Ram Dass talked about Emmanuel. So in, I saw a red sun. I don't know how close it was. And I saw near-infrared light in a wavelength that is radioactive, that is atomic. I then was told that this is the atom event. This is the return to telepathy. This is the return to... Um, long, long life. This is the return to many things. Um, clear audience, clear sentience. This is we're going to converse with God again. And imagine for a moment that the Garden of Eden happened after Atlantis, and this was another moment, another restart, another age that ended in transition, and we became different types of humans, and that wash of near-infrared energy that came from, let's say, hypothetically, Nibiru. Um, Let's imagine that red dwarf sun has some kind of effect on our physicality. So we go through a particular golden space, a golden age of the galaxy, 
at the same time the shift happens and then suddenly it up levels us as it did many 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 worlds ago when we transition and that's why you can't find that missing link because there's a magic moment of a radioactive shift now to return to the garden adam had the ability to talk with animals had uh, was larger was stronger didn't age lived to a thousand years old um, and had other gifts and could walk and talk with god so now imagine that you get these things this is almost like a, a super power in a sense but you become a heightened homo luminous, which is what the Peruvian shaman are also saying. So there's a lot of outside sources, including the Hopi, that are pointing to this 2030 event. Now, is it going to happen in exactly 2030? I don't know. But I do know that there's a lot of power behind a lot of this positioning and a lot of this doesn't make sense. So I'm trying to make sense out of what I've seen and what I understand. And I'm offering up this idea it can go down like the Avengers Endgame, or it can go down as the rebirth of the garden, as going back to the garden. And that's how I want to see it, and that's the reality I'm going to construct. And I've begun constructing that reality through visualization. I will actually lead us back, into a, back to the garden through a meditation at some point, maybe next week. Uh, through video, I'll put it on Patreon. If you haven't followed Patreon, go down the links below. I'm doing um, energetic updates and pick a cards and the video from the podcast. I'm putting it up over there and just help support the channel. Now, I know many of you that have followed me probably have found some of the things I've said offensive in some way or, you know, walking right up to that line and probably triggering you. Now, the the beautiful thing about that is to do what we need to do to, if this is only half truth to do what we are going to do when you listen to the full video we're going to need to to really get active right now um i want to remind people even if you believe it's a metaphor imagine the age of pisces the herald of the the new star the christmas star and then all of a sudden the birth of yeshua and 35 years of whatever and then moving through and we had this shift and it became the age and the era of the pisces of the fish teach the man to fish. So that news, that good news, that knowledge, that person, that planted seed secured a spot for 2000 years in the age. So it just goes to show you why this first 30 years or this first 35 years, 40 years in this new age will be very provocative for the potential of the future. It's going to help us to um, interact, to counteract, and to place ourselves into a point of positivity, in a point of um, to immerse ourselves in um, a, a, our intuition, um, to tap into discernment. And with movies that are pre-predictive programming, like The Purge and some of the other things, they've been showing things that would point to th this event as well. Um, even the Marvel movies point to something of this nature, where Thanos snaps his finger, and half of the universe is gone. Now, that's what the Deagle Report says. Half of the world is going to be gone. And then why? What is? Who would have ever guessed that? When I discovered that and I came across it in, 20, in uh, 2014, no, it was 2015, I came across the 2014 report, and then I saw it updated for 2017, 
I didn't know what it was because I knew something was off, as you know yourself. I knew something wasn't right. I knew time and space had changed since 2012. I didn't know I had prepared for, I was preparing for the Mayan whatever, not really realizing that it was the subtext of my soul saying, get ready, get ready, get ready. And the way the soul moves is different than our time. So you may have even felt that way in 2012 yourself. Now, whether you're stocking up food, you were stocking up firearms or whatever it is, right? Um, going off grid to grow your food. Perfect. Um, even as this describes in Project Looking Glass, that's 2030. And there's four more, or there's, there's five videos in total. Um, even as this is described, understand that we don't want to survive. We want to thrive, um, no matter where we are, what's going on. So in order to do that, we have to go in first. We have to start moving and working while we're able. When you hit survival mode or when something to that nature affects this cataclysmic that is going to be very, uh, uh, very, um, very difficult, very detrimental to your, your space, it's because you're pushed into it and you're, you, you weren't proactive, you didn't listen, and you didn't um, think inclusively. You were um, distracted. And what we've witnessed to date is a very distracted society um, that is pitted against each other. And of course, I'm going higher up the mountain to get, to get the master's view. Not that I'm a master, but to get the master's view. To get the peak, the, the, the pinnacle, the peak. To go to the, the, the top of the mountain as much as you can and to look back at everything, to get the bigger picture to understand that it's not about good versus evil. It's not about wrong versus right. It's just a time game. It's about tiny actions. It's about um, fine-tuning your time. Because Kronos uh, is a very um, crazy construct, right? It's eating you. It's destroying you. And imagine once that time is shifted. And I find it interesting that they portrayed, whether consciously or subconsciously, the sun that Superman fled that made Superman weak was the red sun. Now, why would they do that? Is that a pre-predictive programming that they've planted in that when this red light comes out, they want you to hide underground. They want you to not be part of this show. They're going to try to come up with propaganda to protect you from yourself. Possibly. So start investigating, start looking under the rugs, start looking in the closets, start clearing out your own closets, become as aware as possible and investigate this. Let's have a discussion about it. Leave constructive comments, though. Um, I know that my, some of my stances on certain things may not be what you're equal to or what you uh, um, embrace, and that's fine because I agree that we can disagree and still be very, very much part of each other's existence in life. And that's what makes us beautiful because we don't allow our ego to own us. We are, we are actually emancipating the ego we're bringing that e the ego forward as if it was a child that was timid that needed to be taught and hugged and, and held and um, nurtured and shown how to be a, a, a woman or a man. Um, I think this is also part and parcel of what's going on with the, the genders and with the pronouns and all the other things. There is this neutrality that uh, the soul is searching for. But keep in mind, all these things are prom prompted and propagated by 
the uh, patriarchal of the past century trying to hold on to its leadership, trying to hold on to its ownership, trying to steer the timeline still. But, alas, it's up to us, and we can do this. Part of the, the video has already been dis disrupted, the April 18th date that they had. They were having some stuff, so that was already a success. If, if this is even remotely sincere, I think it's important at this point that we entertain many different avenues to keep an open mind. Because what I've seen, and I know that 2036 is also going to be, I don't want to say judgment day because judgment is such a harsh term. It's going to be um, a liberation of sorts. Um, and it's going to be the uh, roll call for who's really ready to be on board. And that's going to be 2036 from what I've heard from my non-physical friend. But 2030s also stood out with this Red Sun event. Now, if it doesn't happen, you can call me a, an idiot and that's fine. But again, it's like car insurance. You know, you may not have had a car accident for like five, six years, but it's the moment that you don't that you do. So keep that in mind, right? Murphy's Law is always out there. So also keep in mind that Murphy's Law is very much um, about planting the seeds correctly and planting them with intention. So this is your time. This is our time. We've chosen to be here in this age to plant the seeds, which are going to be so prosperous for so many people in the future. And it is our birthright to do this. It is our gift to be part of this. We are Christ consciousness embodied, and I'm feeling like when, you know, I was like, how does that 144,000 number actually even happen? Because there's at least two, three million people that are waking up, and maybe more, maybe 10. But then I started to really think about it, and um, a lot of people wake up and then go back to sleep because they, they get the tools of awakening, and they then rush back into the dream world. Like the guy that was going to kill Keanu Reeves in the Matrix so he could get back in and plug back into the Matrix knowingly just to, to, to get that life. So I think there's a lot of people that have woken up and then they just purposefully went right back to sleep with the knowledge that they gained about this the dimensions and how they can interact and obtain more power in this um kind of um, side road, this uh, struggle of, of soul. So maybe there only is 144,000 people that stand at the, the gateway. Um, just a real interesting piece of business. I'm going to play a little bit more, and then we're going to move on from there. But um, just listen to this, and then we'll close out. Netflix, and Amazon, and countless other destructive negative wealth, as new revenue streams emerged, completely disconnected from the fiat money system. Many people began growing their own food and formed small, community governments, often no more than a few hundred people in size. In the positive timeline, humanity, as whole, did not fight the system, they simply stopped participating in it entirely. Each individual began to make a decision to reject negative habits and the negative system in place and instead began to make more positive choices in their lives. 
The power structure saw this new, emergent timeline, this positive outcome, and they were not only sick with terror, they were enraged and saw it as a threat. They took steps to shut down the Looking Glass project, some involved were murdered or vanished, and others threatened. The data was deleted, lost, or classified at the highest levels. Those in the negative power structure wanted to eliminate any possibility a positive timeline could be achieved at all. What they could not change was the fact dozens of military officials had access to the Looking Glass data through the 1980s and 1990s. Many patriotic individuals working in the military and intelligence agencies had viewed this data and were aware of it. Not all were fired, threatened or murdered. A few of us outlasted the crackdown and quietly moved. Now, keep in mind, um, this does have that, that uh, reminiscence of the whole Q and the white hat um, wonderland kind of feel. But um, again, um, I, I know Q is a psyop, and I'm pretty sure that most of you know that now. But, um, and I don't know who David Wilcock was talking to, but <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so this still has a lot of good information in it. No matter what you believe, it's worth the listen. I'm going to fast forward it to this part and you can take a peek. These mass vaccination campaigns have one main purpose, and that is to prepare and alter human DNA for the cosmic event, so that this event causes massive destruction, death, DNA changes and spiritual changes that cannot be reversed. The negative outcome also showed many of those who remained unvaccinated would not ultimately survive to the year 2030. The catalyst was the nuclear war, which was so devastating it left many at the mercy of government aid. From this point, those against the vaccinations either submitted to them or faced starvation or exile. The negative outcome presents a scenario in which no individual can fight or defeat what is to come. Even those who attempt to live in the forest, in the woods, or off the land, would be targeted by military drones. There was Now, keep in mind as well that um, these plans and these pandemics aren't over. I know that we've seen reprieve and everybody's rejoicing, but um, this is an agenda. It is only begun. So be, be wise, be smart, and continue to be vigilant. There's almost no escape. By 2030, when the cosmic event happens, billions are killed instantly when the cosmic event interacts with the vaccines. A small, surviving population of European rulers receive a certain type of vaccine that enhances their DNA rather than destroying it. The power structure will ensure only they receive this type of vaccine, which is designed to harness the positive effects of the cosmic event only for themselves, while the other vaccines are designed to use the cosmic event's properties to completely annihilate everyone else. This leads to a small population left on Earth, those who received the specially designed vaccine which are those in the power structure, a small group about 1 million in total. Those among third and second world citizens receive a special type of vaccine that interacts with the cosmic event to lower their vibrational energy and turn them into a slave-like race. They are not killed, and about 500 million of them survive. To George Guidestones, guys. All of this wraps around, wraps back around. Um, and then just look when CERN is fired, and CERN's firing also in 2022. Um, do some research with Dolores Cannon on what CERN is. And um, I think this is just, and even uh, George Bush talking about uh, to the, um, I forget the name of the French uh, prime minister at that time, talking about the war and revelations and other things. There was some weird stuff happening back then. Serve the elite power structure. 
Everyone else, who received the mass vaccinations, is instantly killed by the cosmic blast that envelops Earth, and their extradimensional vibrational state is altered, creating a negative shroud they will carry into the afterlife. Once there, negative energies will lead them to a lower astral realm, whereby they will remain enslaved, possibly for millions of years. Observers of the data said this realm looked like hell. The specially designed vaccine, that only the power structure will use, enhances the positive effects of the cosmic event. It leads to a DNA upgrade, of sorts, where these individuals can now live thousands of years and maintain a youth-like appearance forever. They gain psychic abilities and telekinetic powers. This would occur anyway, among anyone unvaccinated, but the power structure decides to create an enhancement vaccine that increases these positive effects. Finally, there are a few unvaccinated people left, living either underground or in remote areas. When the cosmic event occurs, and uh, the underground caves in Turkey, this is not, this event happens regularly. And I, I'm sure if we went back and if we looked, this cosmic event, if it's the red sun, whatever this near infrared event is, um, it's happened multiple times. And these are the missing links. These are the upgrades. This is why Adam lived a thousand years. This is why Methuselah lived a thousand years. This is why our brains were bigger and they're getting smaller now. So we're actually kind of regressing, right? We're not, we were, um, th this goes back into the, 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 how we built these large stone um, structures, right? We were actually smarter, I think, in many ways and not as reliant on technology. The positive changes occur in them as well. These changes are not as pronounced as they are in the elites who received the enhancement vaccine. This leads to a small war. Of okay, so I'm going to stop that there. Um, and I'm going to um, let you all check the links down below. And if you'd like to uh, subscribe, please do. I'm bringing out energy updates all the time. If you would like to uh, share this, please feel free to. Um, I've also posted uh, something in Patreon. I'm going to be addressing each of the videos they've posted in my Patreon because it's a little bit safer to do the, the more detailed things there. Um, the link for Patreon is down below. If you want coaching, consulting, or, or any kind of counseling at all, go to ryankeys.com. Um, man, this is just, it's so interesting. Um, all of this is just so interesting that um, I feel that if we can um, make this, if we can make this even the most uh, subtle of changes, um, God moves in very subtle ways. A mustard seed will move a mountain. And maybe that's what this is. Maybe that's what all those stories are pointing to. So let me know what you think in the comments down below. Be nice, be kind. Follow me on Instagram and come on over to Patreon and I will see you all soon. Peace, light, and love.